Здравствуйте! Hello! Добрый день! This is the second part of our episode about Russian and Belarusian Christmas and New Year. In the previous episode, в предыдущем эпизоде, we pointed out six places to visit during the winter holidays. Let's refresh them. The first place we visited were the main squares, главные площади. Then we stopped by the Kalyadny Kirmash, Christmas market. Enjoyed some delicious food, bought souvenirs and headed out to see the beauty in the main botanical gardens of Russia and Belarus. After that, we went out of the city and came to ski resorts Garnalizhnaya Kurorty. In this part, besides skiing, we will enjoy walking along Russian and Belarusian eco-trails, we will visit Santa Claus and his right-hand snow maiden in their fiefdom, and finally, we will hear a curious story about Santa. Интересно? Let's continue. Natural Russian and Belarusian. Ski trails are not the only things to delight visitors. For instance, in Sinichi, in addition to skiing, there are massage services as well as the procedures of healing in a salt cave and a cedar barrel. The cedar barrel, kedrovaya bochka in Russian and kedrovaya bochka in Belarusian, combines the ancient method of restoring health with the help of herbal steam and oil elixirs. The biologically active substances contained in the vapor have a beneficial effect on all body systems. At the same time, this method doesn't cause a migraine pain, typical of normal bath procedures. There's also a medical rehabilitation center on the territory of the Raubichi sport complex. A wood-burning sauna, a Finnish sauna and a fireplace room are at your service. Have you skied enough? Now let's go for a walk in the wild forest along the eco-trails Eko-tropy in Russian and Eko-sierski in Belarusian. Have you ever walked along the eco-trails in your country? Share your impressions on our Facebook group or write directly to our mail natural.rasandbell at gmail.com. In the northeast of the Moscow region, in Dmitrovka village, there's a unique protected area, a nature reserve Zhuravlinaya Rodina, the motherland of cranes. Here you will see landscapes and habitats of rare species of animals and birds. In 2020, three eco-trails were equipped in the reserve – Babury, Beavers, Balotne Ugodia – wetlands and Abitatili Balot – swamp inhabitants. 
The eco trails run along the perimeter of the protected area and consist of wooden paths with information stands. Along the route you will find rest areas and observation platforms. Guests of the reserve will learn about beavers, babri, cranes, журавли and waterfowl, водоплавающие птицы. You will be taught about different types of swamps and their vegetation. The Crane Festival is held here in September. Eco Trail number 2 in Russia. It is located in Pushina city district, Mikhailovsky descent. This is a specially equipped walking route passing through interesting objects. The ecological trail begins at the church of the Archangel Michael and runs along the picturesque banks of the Oka River. The path is equipped with wooden bridges and important places are marked with information stands. The length of the route in both directions is around 4 kilometers. The ecological trail in Pushina includes an observation deck, Pushina settlement, the river Oka, the abandoned 18th century estate, and the Karstavy Reserve. On this eco-trail you can take a swim in the ice font, admire the springs and the famous waterfall, which doesn't freeze even in winter. The slope height of the waterfall is about 3 meters. And now let's move to St. Petersburg and visit the eco-trail in the Sestrarecka Bog Nature Reserve. This trail, Trapa, is located in the village of Bela Ostrov in the resort district of St. Petersburg. The Sestrarecka Bog State Nature Reserve is one of the largest specially protected areas in St. Petersburg and its environs. The territory of the reserve reaches 1877 hectares. Here you will see an impressive raised bog, which during its existence has never been drained. There's also the picturesque northern shores of the reservoir called Sestrarecki Razliv. The reservoir is a habitat for the aquatic birds during their migrations. The eco-trail in Sestrarecka Balota appeared here in 2019. The length of the trail is around 3 kilometers. The route of the ecological trail passes through very picturesque places. These places are the heritage of the ancient Litorina Sea, which was located here from 8 to 4,000 years ago. Most of the trail is laid along the remains of the shores of ancient seas, which were the predecessors of the modern Baltic Sea. From the trail you can see glacial hills and ridges that look like small islands in the middle of the marshy terrain. While walking along the trail you can see most of the existing types of box, upland and lowland, transitional and others.
Each type of swamp болото differs from the other in its special flora and fauna. Rare and even red book species of plants grow here. Along the route of the Sestraretsk swamp you can meet black grouses Titiriva, most often in spring, cranes Juravli, usually in summer, foxes and many other animals. There are more than 160 different species of birds in reserve. The ecological trail passes through swamps, fields and forests and ends near a picturesque lake. There are about 70-70 eco-trails in Belarus. The first eco-trail to walk along is Azorovki-Yelnya. Maori district, Vitebsk region. This eco-trail, Ekotrapa, is located in the distance of 240 kilometers from Minsk, capital of Belarus. The Yelnya swamp is located within the Polotsk lowland. Its area is approximately 20,000 hectares. The swamp territory represents the watershed of the river basins of the western Dvina and its tributary Disna. The raised bog, which is about 9,000 years old, consists of 118 bog lakes and Yelnya is the largest of them. Three rivers flow out of the swamp massive – Volta, Bireja and Yelnyanka but not a single one flows into it. There are many islands in the swamp, some of which were even inhabited by humans. In order to show curious tourists all this mysterious beauty, an ecological trail of 1.5 kilometers was laid. We did this thanks to a grant from European Technical Assistance and the United Nations Development Program. The second eco-trail in Belarus is called Sabrinsky Crossroads. Sabrinsky Perikrystok. It is located in Ivyevsky district, Grodna region. The distance from Minsk is 90 kilometers. The eco-trail length is 1 kilometer. Ekotrapa Sabrinsky Perikrystok is named after the Sabrinsky Azora located nearby. It has a convenient observation tower and rest areas. Not far from the Ekotrapa there is a bison enclosure where you can see bisons, bizony. In general, in Naliboka Pusha there are a variety of animals, and if you are lucky, a herd of wild roe deer can be seen in their natural habitat. In addition to Eco Trail, in Nalibokskaya Pusha you can find other activities. For example, go to Lake Kroman, ride a bike along forest trails, or raft on a kayak on the Islech River. The third eco-trail in Belarus is no less popular than Yelnya. It is located on the territory of the Narochansky Park, 170 km away from Minsk. 
The length of Ica Trail is 4 kilometers in one direction. The area with hills as well as lakes Mertvaya, Glublya, Glubilka and beautiful forests around is truly impressive. In addition, the Ica Trail passes by the wildest river in our country, which is called Strachi. Spring rafting on it is very exciting. You can look at all this beauty from special observation platforms. Along the way, you will come across places where you can rest and have a snack. All Ekatropi have observation towers. Here you can enjoy an unforgettable view of wildlife. Do you know where our father Frost and Snow Maiden live? Let's visit them. Давайте их посетим. Number one is the fiefdom of Telviuka in Karelia. The Karelian Dead Maros is called Telviuko. His settlement is located in the village Chalna near Petrozavodsk. According to legend, the future Karelian Santa Claus was found in the forest by dogs Kute and Mute. They brought the baby to their elderly owners who didn't have children. The hunter and his wife noticed that when the baby was brought into the warm house, he began to cry, and in the cold shades he stopped. Thus, the new parents realized that the baby found in the forest was different from other children and named the boy Talvini in memory of the beginning of winter. The harder the frost was, the brighter Talvini's eyes shone and the blush played on his cheeks. The boy grew up and is now called Talviuka. His job is to deliver gifts to children on New Year's Eve. And one day Lumika, our future snow maiden, came to his aid. She was bored and begged her father to let her go to Telviuko, who was their relative. It was a legend. And do you know the real story of Santa Claus? Is he real? We will discover it together at the end of this episode. In this fiefdom there is a fabulous guest room, where Talviuka meets guests, his office room, as well as the room of four times of the year. The Talviuka house is not the only noteworthy location in the fiefdom. Here you will see the largest in Russia and one of the largest in Europe nursery for sled dogs with purebred Siberian Husky, Alaskan Malamute, Semite Husky and Alaskan Husky. A visit to Deer Farm, the wonderful forest containing the treasures of the local snow maiden Lumika and her palace will remain in the memory for a long time. The second is Altai residence of Santa Claus in Barnaul. In the residence of Santa Claus in the Altai territory, the most curious can visit the Santa Claus Museum, where there's a huge collection of New Year masks. 
Everyone can visit the throne room and even Santa Claus office. Look at the collection of stuff, a thousand mittens, visit the museum of Baba Yaga and a corner with ice cream. The third one is Siberian possessions of Father Frost, Omsk region. Every year, from December 15 to January 30, the doors of Siberian residence of Father Frost are open here. This place is also called the territory of fairy tales. Here, guests have the opportunity to write on a stove like Yimiela, hold breadfruit rolls in their hands, walk with a live snowman, compete in dexterity with robbers, and much more. After the theatrical performance, everyone can enjoy riding from the hills and drinking tea made with Siberian herbs. And now we will move to Belarus. Добро пожаловать! Витаем вас! In the manor of the Belarusian Father Frost in Belovierskaya Pusha. The residence of the main winter visit, the estate of the Belarusian Father Frost in Belovierskaya Pusha, is an amazing place. Appeared in 2003, it is called one of the most visited and unusual attractions of the Republic. There's always an atmosphere of a merry holiday, and guests of any age are waiting for a lot of surprises. The total area of the estate is more than 15 hectares. This territory is included in the protected area and separated from the wild thicket by safe fences and inside late walkways. According to the National Park, every year hundreds of thousands of guests come here. And in the peak season, the eve of the New Year holidays and Orthodox Christmas, the grandfather and his assistants have to take up to 6,000 people daily. The doors of our Grandfather Frost's estate are open to you all year round, almost every day. Depending on the weather, the outfit of Dedushka Maros changes. It can be a light lining shirt, a brocade caftan or a sheepskin coat with high pointed boots. The main attribute, a magical stuff, remains unchanged. If necessary, it will immediately bring a cult to the surrounding area. So, be good! Is Santa Claus real? Each of us has wondered this question since childhood. Yes, Santa is real. It was actually a real person born on the 15th of March in 270 in Patara, an ancient Lycian city located in Asia Minor on the territory of modern Turkey. His name was Nicholas. From the very childhood, the boy grew generous and tried to help everyone who was in need. Nicholas grew up in a religious family and eventually became an archbishop. 
He was renowned for many good deeds and miracles. He saved his hometown of Lycia from starvation. During the rebellion in Phrygia, Nicholas helped three imperial vivats to calm the crowd and resolve the conflict peacefully. He also saved the life of innocent convicts and did many other kind doings. For his strong faith in God and selfless life, Nicholas was called a wonder worker, Чудотворец, or in Belarusian Tsudotvorac. He shrank money in the house of the poor, saving them from hopeless situations. Subsequently, Nicholas became a saint and was named Saint Nicholas. The popularity of Saint Nicholas in the old days was very great in Holland. Since being a maritime country, it always relied on the help of the saint, who patronized sailors. It was the Dutch who brought to North America in 1626 the figure of Saint Nicholas, mounted on the bow of one of the frigates. A wooden sculpture of Saint Nicholas was installed in the main square, and over time the name Santa Nicholas was transformed into Santa Claus. This Americanized name of the saint subsequently became known throughout the world. But how did Santa Claus become exactly the way he is portrayed today? A cheerful, well-fed old man in a red forecoat with a red nose. You'll find the link to the whole story in the description below this video. Великолепно! Выдатно! What dishes from our traditional New Year table have you remembered? Which places on our list have you already been to? Which ones are you planning to visit? What information was the most captivating for you? Share your answers in our Natural Russian and Belarusian Facebook group. In these winter days, I will, for sure, provide you with a list of great Russian movies and cartoons. What Russian movies have you already watched? I've prepared a special present for the most active listeners. And in this episode, I will mention some of them. And in the episode about Russian New Year movies and cartoons, I will cover much more. The first movie in our list is Gentleman of Fortune, produced in 1971. Джентльмены удачи. The second is Carnival Night, produced in 1956. Carnavalная ночь. The third movie is Девчата, The Snow Queen. Снежная королева. Produced in 1957. Umka. Produced in 1969. And cartoon number three is Winter in Prostakvashana. Зима в 
Prastakvashana produced in 1984. If you want to get a special present from us, write to our mail natural.rasandbell at gmail.com and get a special opportunity to learn Russian or Belarusian in a natural and joyful way. Remember that you can always check your episode comprehension in our quiz. To get the access to all the quizzes, join our public in Telegram. See you in the next episode. Be happy! С Рождеством и Новым Годом! До свидания! До побачення!